Hi, welcome to the Holy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Janice Manning. This is a weekly chat on all things healthy. But what is healthy to you? On the Holy Health Podcast, we break down physical, mental, and most importantly, spiritual health. If you can get a hold of all three, I believe you will be able to move mountains in your life and in the lives of the people around you. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the Holy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Janice Manning, as always, but you're probably wondering, where the heck have I been? Me too. I'm also wondering that. Just kidding. The last episode I posted, I said that I was going to do this other episode right after it, and it's going to be all about nutrition, all these things, but if I'm being real with you guys, I was just in a really rough spot after the semi-truck accident. I tried to keep pushing. I tried to make these podcasts. I tried, I tried, I tried, but a part of me felt a little fake and I just can't do that. So I gave it a break, but I'm back and I am thriving and I will talk about that in just a minute. And I know, I know, I just kind of jumped right in there, but I felt like I couldn't even act like I wasn't just gone for six months. So I had to have that be the first thing we talked about. But I'm back, guys, and I'm doing so good, and life is great right now, and God is so good. And my back, I know you guys remember me talking about my back. My back is completely healed. I worked really hard on it. I prayed, and it's just, everything is just great. And I can drive without being scared anymore. It's just great. So once again, I do apologize for leaving you guys hanging on the podcast. I mean, I didn't even do an outro explaining that I was going to be gone or anything. I just left you guys hanging, but I really, really needed that break. But I'm so happy to be back because the podcast is just great. I get random people just messaging me like, hey, I listened to your podcast. And it's not like this is super big or anything, but it's cool because I feel like it's my it's my audio diary. I'm just kind of talking to you guys and obviously I'm sharing some good information, but it's just fun. I also feel like podcast is one of those things where, yes, I put thought into it, but I don't have to put that much thought into it because it really is straight from my heart. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but it is. It's like the easiest thing for me to do because naturally I just love to speak and I love to pour into people in what is a podcast. Literally speaking and pouring into you guys. So I'm happy to be here and I am extremely happy that you're here today. Okay, so before we jump into the actual meat of the podcast, I do have to give you a win from last week and then something I'm looking forward to. This is something I do on every single podcast if you're new here and it's something fun because I think some of the things I say might encourage you and it might get you amped up for whatever your win is. So without further ado, something I feel like I have won in this past week is one, I'm doing the podcast, but that's that. Two, I did do an in-body scan today and I gained a little bit of muscle in the past month. I have been working towards gaining muscle, so anytime I see the muscle mass go up and a little bit of body fat go up, I am just, I'm stoked. So that's my win. But I will say the reason I did gain that muscle is because I have been following my nutrition plan, I've been tracking my macros, and I've been following my programming, So, which I'm using an app called Evolve. And it's been amazing. Something I'm looking forward to is um, creating. So I started this thing on TikTok and Instagram where I'm doing these little like Bible study things. I call them that little Bible studies. And I'm just taking a verse from the Bible and I'm just 
talking on that verse for about three to five minutes and that's it. I've never done anything like that before, but I have a couple friends that have been doing it and they've encouraged me and they inspire me to do it as well. So I started doing that not too long ago and I've posted only two videos, but I'm excited to keep going. Okay, the moment we have been waiting for. So today we are talking about singleness and we are also talking about dating. So as you guys know right now, I'm married and I'm married three years in September. Holy cow. September will be my fourth year married. When I actually say that out loud, it's it's actually insane because at one point in my life, I never wanted to get married. I didn't believe in mar marriage. I was that person who was like, marriage is just a piece of paper. I would talk my friends like out, not not out of getting married, but I would be like, are you sure you want to get married? <laughs> to actually think about I'm going to be married for four years this year in September is just mind-blowing. But with that comes a lot of trial and errors in our relationship, our marriage. There was a lot of learning lessons, and I don't know. I think it's important to share those things now. But I do believe I have a very healthy marriage, and I believe it's the way that we did things. We were warned so many times that our first year of marriage was going to be the hardest year of our life. And it's going to be the hardest year in marriage. And we just disagree with that because our first year was absolutely amazing. I would say our second year was absolutely amazing. Our third year, which we're on our third year right now, I would say was the most hardest. But not because of anything like because we were hard, but life got hard. And there were a lot of changes in our life. So we had to work together to get through those changes. So I feel like this has been the hardest year. Not anymore, but this was more so like at the end of 2023. But I believe that we are doing so well in marriage and I'm not trying to boast here. I truly believe that we do so well in marriage is because we both took our singleness season very serious and we both thought to ourselves, okay, we need to fall in love with Jesus. We need to fall in love with God's word. And that is what is going to be our foundation when we are married. I think without this mindset, our marriage would look completely different. But because we both had this mindset, I really do think our foundation is so strong in Jesus. And everything that happens in our life, every bad thing, every good thing, Everything, every transition season, every prayer, every prayer request, everything. We always go back to God with everything we do. And I truly believe that is why our marriage is thriving. But singleness, it can be a very difficult season. And if you're in the season of singleness right now, you know what I'm talking about. It's hard because when you're single, you feel that you're ready. And you might actually be ready, but your spouse, your future spouse might not be ready. You could be waiting for someone that God is still working on. And I think that that's really hard. Also, you might be in single, like the singleness season right now, and you're not ready and you think that you are, but God has so much more to do in your heart. And I think that's a hard thing to grasp because you feel that you're ready. You feel like if God gave you the perfect person for you right now, you would be the best girlfriend and going into the best wife ever. But God knows way more than us. And it's hard to see that sometimes, if I'm being real. When I was single, I remember just promising myself, hey, I am going to focus on God and God only. I'm going to read his word every day. And I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for my husband, but I'm going to be picky. It is so important to be picky and do not settle for what you think is good. When I was single, I made a list. And on that list, I have I had three things that were non-negotiables. Like this, these things, this man had to have these three things 
because I knew that that is exactly what I needed in a man. And my first thing was he had to love the Lord, like non-negotiable. He had to love the Lord and read his Bible, pray, have a relationship with Jesus. I was very, very specific in that. My second thing was he had to have a heart of gold. What I mean by that is I wanted a man who truly loved people and loved them in all ways and could actually talk to anyone. He could talk to the person who is nothing like him. He could encourage someone who he disagrees with. I really felt like that's someone that I needed. And then also, I wanted someone who did not talk bad about people behind closed doors, did not gossip. I think this one specifically like stuck out to me a lot because I dated a lot of people who did talk about people behind closed doors and it really bothered me. So I'm like, who I marry, they cannot be like that. He's got to love people, yes, but also love them behind closed doors and not feel the need to talk about these people all the time. And it's biblical. So if he is a um, follower of Christ and he claims to love the Lord, then he's going to respect God's word. And you know, fast forwarding to who I'm married to now, which you guys know his name is Nolan. He is all that and more. I mean, this man has a heart of gold. He loves everyone. He knows the Bible inside and out, and he has the strongest relationship with Jesus. He is head over our family. He leads our family, and he is just amazing. And I'm not kidding. This man does not talk about people. He doesn't. And the second gossip is starting to arise in any conversation because we're all tempted. We know that. And we're not perfect. The second it starts to arise, he's the one that goes to shut it down. God was so specific on this. And he, God knew that this is exactly what I wanted, but also exactly what I needed. But while I was waiting for Nolan, there were a lot of people that popped up that I could have pursued but those, those three things, like if they didn't have all three, I was like, no, because this, I know for a fact, this is who I'm supposed to be with. But notice, those three things were not looks. It wasn't how he dressed. It wasn't how he looked. It wasn't how he laughed. I think appearance is obviously important because you have to be attracted to the person that you're with. But I wouldn't say it's everything. I think what's more important is what lines up with scripture. And obviously it's important to take care of our temple because our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. So if someone's not taking care of themselves, then I do feel like it's questionable. Why are you not taking care of yourself? In this case, the three things that I wrote down were mainly just things that I felt God would agree with. Like if I brought this, these three things to God and I said, I want him to have a heart of gold. I want him to not talk about people behind closed doors. I want him to be a follower of you and love you and actually have a relationship with you. I feel that God would be like, I love this list. Let's go. But if I went to God and I was like, I want him to have dark hair, a pretty smile and blue eyes. I feel like God would look at me and be like, um, well, but that's not important. How is he going to lead your household if he doesn't have a heart of gold? How is he going to lead your household if he doesn't have a relationship with me? How is he going to lead your household if he's gossiping all the time? Why are you only caring about his looks? I have something better for you. I have someone who has all of these things, but you're only praying for the appearance side. Yes, you obviously should be attracted to the person, 
But I really feel that if you get that list down, that's more about the heart and the intention and the relationship with Jesus. I think you'd be so surprised how attracted you could be with someone and you never would have guessed it. Like, to be honest, Nolan is not who I thought I would marry. Nolan was not my quote unquote type, but yes, he was. (laughs) No matter what, be picky. So if someone doesn't have these things that you've written down, I'm not kidding. Be picky and leave. I'm not joking. I I think some people are like, well, no, because these things can change and this can happen and this, but I'm just not that person and I don't think I ever will be. I'm the person that's like, no, God told me that I could have this, so this is what I'm going to wait for and I encourage you guys to do the same. And if you're in a singleness season, to where you've got your little list, you know exactly who God put on your heart, like those characteristics, all of those things, and you are just simply waiting for that moment, I encourage you, get in your word and seek after God and the purpose he has for you. Because I'm telling you, if you start seeking after what God has for you, like what are you doing here? Obviously, we're all called to serve God. We're all called to glorify his name. But what specifically, what do you feel called to do and tap into that? I truly, 100% believe that when we are chasing after our calling, the calling that God put on our life, and we are single, that is when he's going to introduce that person. Now, some people have a different story. I know that, but I'm talking specifically to the people who are in their singleness because you never know what God is going to do. You never know what he has for you and what he's waiting on. If he has someone for you and he's waiting on you to pursue the calling he put on your on your heart like he's waiting for you to step into serving at the church. He's waiting for you to start praying over those people. He's waiting for you to really believe that he is healer of all things. And the reality is, what's it going to hurt? So you might as well just go 100% into what God has told you to do. And if you don't know what it is, then start praying and asking him like, God, while I'm waiting, what do you want from me? While I'm waiting, what can I do for you? How can I serve you, Lord? And as you're serving him and as you're getting close to him and as you're learning more about him, He is going to drop that person right there in your lap and you're going to be like, I cannot believe I was about to settle. I can't believe it. But, 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 I cannot sit here and act like this season of singleness is always this happy season and everything is always going as planned. I understand that it can get very lonely. I really do. If you're in that season to where you feel so alone and you feel like you're so ready and you're getting tired and you're in the season and you're looking at all of these people around you and they're in relationships or they're married or they're having kids and they're doing all these things that you want to be doing right now, please hold on. Please keep going because what the enemy wants is He wants to throw you off. He wants to distract you. He wants to make you think that you're further along than you actually are. And the reality is you are not and God is a restorer of time. You have to believe that when God introduced you to your husband or when he introduced you to your wife, 
He is going to restore all the time you feel like you've lost. You have not lost any time in the eyes of God. So when you feel like you're not getting anywhere, when you feel like God's not listening, or when you feel like, God, what am I supposed to be doing right now? You said that I was going to get married. You said that I was going to be this. You said I was going to be an amazing wife. You said I was going to have kids. Why am I still waiting for all of this? When you feel like that, when you feel feel broken, when you feel lost, understand that you are not lost and you are not alone. God never fails. And I know you know that, but sometimes you need the reminder that he will never fail you. And there are people, there are testimonies after testimonies of all of these people who waited and waited and waited and they held on to the promise that God had for them. And then finally he gave it to them. They might not know why it came at that specific moment, but He gave it to him. There are testimonies after testimonies. So hold on to those stories. Instead of sitting around and letting the enemy get in your head about the relationships around you, why don't you start asking them, hey, what did you do in your singleness? How did you cope with loneliness? How did you cope with the lies of the enemy? When the enemy attacked you when you were single, what did you do? Because right now I am struggling Right now, I know that God has someone for me, but it hurts because I don't know who it is. I don't know when he'll give me this person and I don't know what I'm supposed to do right now. Instead of sitting there in the thoughts with the enemy, talk to your friends and actually ask them, hey, can you help me understand this? Can you just can you just tell me how this season was for you so that you are encouraged through them? And then you know what that's going to do? That's going to take what the enemy is doing and it's literally going to reverse it. Everything he had planned for you, the plan to just make you feel less than, the plan to make you feel like God does not see you, it's going to reverse that. You are going to feel heard. You are going to feel wanted by someone. You're going to feel valued because all of your friends are going to start pouring into you and they're going to be like, hey, in my single in my singleness season, I felt alone too, dude. I waited too. And it was the worst pain. It hurt because you feel like you're ready. And then sometimes you know you're ready and your other person's not ready. So God's making you wait and it totally stinks, but you're going to feel encouraged by them and it's going to take that resentment. It's going to take that sadness that you have towards them. It's going to take the fact that you can't celebrate everything that they're doing. It's going to take that and it's going to reverse it and you're going to want to be around them. You're going to want to celebrate them. You're going to want to ask more questions and then your loneliness is slowly going to, it's going to disappear. Because you've took action and you are literally taking those lies from the enemy and you are sending them straight back to hell. You got to be patient, man. You have to. You cannot settle for what you think is a good idea. You have to know this is a good idea and this is from the Lord. If you don't know that this is from the Lord, then say no. Because it's not worth it. It's not worth getting into a mess. And it's not worth delaying what God is doing. It's way better to feel alone and be patient and wait for your husband than to settle, be with someone else that's not going to work out. And now everything is prolonged. So just be patient. I was going to actually go into dating like the season of dating, but I'm actually going to do that in another podcast because 
this one got a little bit too long and I think it's because I'm so passionate and I know so many people who are waiting for their significant other and I know it's so hard but hold tight because God has someone who is truly going to be the perfect fit for you. I'm not saying they're going to be perfect but it's going to be the perfect fit for you. So before I let you guys go, I do want to go over a few things that's going to help you prepare your mind. Just prepare your mind in this season of singleness and as you step into dating and as you prepare for marriage, all of these cool things that just happen in life that God is going to give you. I just want to help you prepare for those seasons. The first thing is make a prayer board. Make a prayer board. The second thing is fall in love with the character of Jesus. I think the more and more we know and understand who Jesus is, the more we want our significant other to look like Jesus. Not in a weird way to where we want this person to be perfect because obviously Jesus was perfect, but in the way of we want that person to love like Jesus, to walk like Jesus, and just to want to be more like Jesus every day. And the more that we learn about Jesus, the more we can understand what we want in our significant other. And the very last thing that I think is so important in this season of singleness for you if this is something that you're in right now is opening up to your community which aka your friends open up to them tell them how you're feeling you are not a burden I think sometimes people in seasons of singleness they do think that they're a burden and they're always talking about how they wish that they weren't single and this and that And the reality is you are not a burden and we would much rather you as friends. So if my friend came to me and she or he were talking about this season, I would much rather them come to me and talk about these things than letting the enemy talk to them about these things. I would much rather pour into them than having the enemy pour into them. So when you are going through this season and it's tough and you feel lonely Open up to your community, whoever that is. Open up to someone you trust. It doesn't have to be every single friend you have, but pick those friends that are that you're close with, that you trust, and tell them, hey, I am struggling right now. Can you please pray for me? Can you pray over me? Can you pray about this, 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 and this? Whatever the case is, do that, and I promise you are going to feel so much better when you start taking that burden on your heart and actually lifting it up and sharing it with your community so that God can just take that right from you. Because we all know God uses our community for this very reason. All right, guys, that is all I had for you today. I know it was super quick and it was just kind of like everywhere. But to be honest, I'm so excited to get back to the podcast and I didn't plan on recording today, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to record and I'm going to post on Valentine's Day and it's going to be about singleness. It was just out of the blue. So I think my excitement got to me, but I hope that this was a word for someone. I hope that it encouraged someone and I, I just, I know that this season is so hard and I'm going to do another episode on dating 
and engaged and married. And maybe I can get Nolan on some of those. That would be really fun. But I hope that you guys have a wonderful day. I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. And even if you're single, you can still have a great Valentine's Day. You can take yourself out if you need to. And just be present right now. Be with God. Be with your friends. Enjoy this time to really soak up his word and get to know Jesus more and more and more. You cannot know Jesus too much. So if you think okay, well, I already have an amazing relationship with Jesus. No, 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 honey. You can get to know Jesus more and more and more. And like I said before, chase after what he's called you to do because while you're doing that, he can then introduce you to someone who's doing the same exact thing. Not the same calling, maybe. Sometimes it works like that. But chasing after what God put on his or her heart as well And that is when you create that perfect couple. And I think if you guys are both doing that, there's a lot that God can do in that future relationship. All right, guys, have a wonderful day and I will see you on the next podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.